Hi guys and welcome back to the FPL Reaction Pod uh, with me and Max. This is episode six. How are you this week, Max? I'm good, thank you. Um, happy that Arsenal, of course, got their first points of the season. Um, Didn't take long. <laughs> you know I was going to fit it in as soon as I possibly could. Yeah. But yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. How are you doing? Looking forward to Chelsea playing this this week with Champions League football on, on again. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. We've got a pretty decent group as well. So obviously, me and you are, uh, are playing UCL fantasy, Champions League fantasy, but that's a different um, different topic entirely. But yeah, looking forward to it, and it's um, it's good to have it. Uh, well, it's good to have European football back as well. Uh, but let's just let's just look upon our weeks that have just gone. Um, obviously, we both wild carded. You released that on Twitter, didn't you? Not necessarily on the pod. I knew, I know you were sort of thinking about the wild card on the pod, but it, it, it wasn't activated during the pod, was it? It was a couple of days no. after. Yeah, it was last minute, to be honest. I mean, I kept faffing about with my team, um, looking at what I wanted to do, the players I wanted to bring in. And because of the kind of... There was three players I wanted, which was Yotta. um I wanted to basically Yotta, Calvert, Lewin, and Odegaard, but the problem is that, that would have cost me a minus four. But because of budget, it meant that I needed to take another player out, and then it ended up being, you know, what, I'm not taking a minus eight, and I wanted to attack the game week, so I was like, you know, I'm going to wild card. The original plan was game week seven, but you know, I had a few. I realised, you know, what I could probably navigate the transfers anyway up yeah. until then. So yeah, I decided to wild card in the end. So let's talk. Um, let's talk team lineups and how we lined up last week, how we did rank wise and stuff. Um, do you want to? Do you want to start with your team? Yeah, happy to start. So um, Sanchez in goal. So that was a new player I brought in because of budget wise um, for Schmeichel, and of course he got me a clean sheet, so six points, which was good. Um, Creswell. So he got me eight points. So we got clean sheet and and the. Two bonus points as well, so which was again. Uh, quite God, solid he's having a good start, isn't he, Creswell? Yeah, he is. But now I'm concerned because I know the fixtures are starting to get a bit more difficult now. Hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. He's he's done quite well. He's got you know eight five two seven in terms of points wise each week. So yeah, he's been consistent so far. Um, Alexander Arnold, which yeah, I was happy. He got the, all three bonus points in the end. Mm. Um, which was you know a total of twelve with a clean sheet and an assist. So yeah, very good there, and makes you kind of happy that you've because sometimes with with the price of him, you know seven point five million, you sometimes think, ah, oh, you know, if he doesn't do it each week, you're going to start. Of course, he's not going to do it every single week, but it it can get frustrating when he does blank because you know how much yeah. that money can be used elsewhere. But uh, moving on to Shaw, so Shaw five points again, not a, another um. Another a kind of return assist, but yeah, um, not. I was enough, a bit annoyed that he didn't get the clean sheet, um, but it is what it is. Um, mm. But it, at least he's got some form of attack yeah. and return there. He's still picking up points, isn't he? Every game, which is which is what matters, I suppose. Yeah, and I know we said you know with Ronaldo suddenly you know appearing now, will it will it mean that potential more potential for sure? And of course, he got he assisted Ronaldo as well, so. Perhaps you know. Perhaps that is something we see uh, see again this season. Hopefully, as I still own him. So, um, and then moving on to White. So he got five points. Yes, yeah, so the clean sheet, but he got booked. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting a kind of attacking return from him, but yeah, mm. for for his price, I mean, he's only you know, four point four million, and it looks like pretty much he's going to start for Arsenal each week. I know, of course, for the first three fixtures, you know, Arsenal, as we know looks poor but as the fixtures change you know and we start to gel more defensively we, um perhaps he he could be an asset as well for yeah. the price uh moving on to the midfield so yotta three points i mean i know i've, I've saw a few people post you know every time they own him he never he does fuck all but that's me that's me mate like every, exactly like, same with every me time i don't think i've um to be honest i'm trying to think of how many times i've actually owned him since you know I don't even think I owned him when he used to play for Wolves, to be honest. But yeah, blanks, which was annoying. Um, moving on to my captain, Salah. Um, so 16 points, he got the goal. Um, but Saudi Mane, I mean, no. geez, 
he he is one one greedy. Do you know, watching him, if I was Salah, I'd be so. I mean, he must know now. Salah, I would assume, watches his you know performances back, and the manager must see it. You know, the amount of opportunities that Liverpool sometimes have to put teams to bed, but uh, Mane is just all out for himself. Going for, mm. I think he's got the mo- most shots so far in the league. I think he's got like twenty-two shots, which is more than anyone, I believe. But yeah, I mean, that greed is frustrating as a Salah owner because I think Salah could have definitely got another goal um, in that game. For sure. Um, uh, Moving on to Odegaard. So Odegaard only got me three points and that was more of a differential option. Um, I felt he, it was kind of the way he was playing. It was a bit something, you know, their sister to the sister, if you like, went the way some of the passes he was making. There was one pass where he played a Bamiyang through and Bamiyang kind of chipped the keeper, but it was ended up being offside anyway. But um, he's one for me to monitor. Um, I want to see how he, in terms of how we play more in the, in the next few games, to see if he gets more attacking uh, in terms of his positioning. Um, Fernandez, so my fourth midfielder. Now I decided to keep him. Now, of course, when Ronaldo starts banging in the goals, I'm like, Jesus, I've made a mistake here. I've, he did get me a goal in the end, Fernandez. But again, mm. you know, with Ronaldo and how how well he is doing. Um, it is making me question whether I should change him or not. But I still feel Bruno, like I said to you, Lewis, didn't I? I said, you know, I still feel like he's going to score and he did. Or he did, well, I felt like he was going to do something. Um, but like we know, for 12, um, 12 million, you know, you want more than some, you know, just a just an assist now. And then. But he's, yeah, he's got the goal again. Um, Rafinha. So now he, he wasn't my starting player, but... As many know, Calvert-Lewin, the disappointment of the week for anyone that owns DCL. Do you know, I was, so, yeah. I was so frustrated. I was really looking forward to, you know, watching the football on Monday and then he just doesn't even... I mean, surely he knew... The frustrating thing is, surely Everton knew he bro- broke his toe from when he was training. I mean, or was this like a sudden last-minute thing on, like, Sunday afternoon? Benitez is like, oh, yeah, maybe we should let people know he's broke his toe. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. But that meant that he Rafinha came in for me with two points um and then finally antonio um you know not much to say about that really he got sent off so he got a minus one for me um so all in all you could argue was the wild card i mean if you look at the players that actually came in did they do anything no so but in hindsight you know it's easy to look back and say oh they didn't do anything but i really wanted to attack with certain players and i think the reasoning behind me getting them players was for me, I thought it was good decisions. Um, so finishing up overall was sixty-seven points, which wasn't too bad in the end. Um, good week. Did, yeah, it was a good week. I mean, it, of course, you could have done better. I mean, yeah, you know, could have had Ronaldo, but it's easier to look at players that done well and you know, say this or that. But so I ended up gaining rank. Um, so I'm now just above seven hundred ten k. Um, so that was a, I think it was about two, over 200k rank rise. So yeah, overall, I mean, it's unfortunate now we've got news of DCL and he's yeah. going to be out. And of course we've got Antonio who's going to be out for next week. So there is some topics of discussion that we'll probably discuss later in the pod, but yeah, overall not a bad week for me. Yeah. So what did you, what did you say your rank rise was? Sorry. It was over, I think it was over 200k rank rise. So I'm now just above 710k. Um, Not bad. So you climb. That's a bit. That's a that's a big step, isn't it? It's a big, um, big climb. Yeah, sitting on, I think it's two hundred eighty-five points. So yeah, I mean, as we've seen though, you know, sudden are at the moment because we're so early still in the season. You know, two good game weeks and you can really shoot up. So that's obviously promising yeah. for people um, that aren't doing so well as well. Of course. Um. So yeah, good week for you, I'd say, and a, a nice little jump. Um. So with with me, obviously I wild carded I wild carded two. Um, so Sanchez stayed in goal for me. No reason to take out. He he got a um, got a clean sheet. Uh, Luke Shaw five points again. We've said that he keeps nicking points, which is what which is what we want, I suppose. He's not quite getting the clean sheets, is he? Um, but but I mean, at least he's he's sort of chipping away. So it's only one clean sheet out of four for Luke Shaw um, since I owned him. But he is. Um, I mean, he's doing well, isn't he? Uh, Trent, obviously the 12 points, um, again, we've already discussed him. He's, he's just a great asset to own, isn't he? I mean, yeah. if, if you don't get a clean sheet, he's going to he's gonna score or assist or get bonus points. So I can't believe I even um, thought about not having him on the team, which was absolutely bonkers. 
Um, okay, so Morsal, he was my £4.5 million defender um, from Wolves. He kept the clean sheet and got two assists. So, <laughs> great week for Marcel. Great week for a £4.5 million defender. But, um, yeah, 13 points for Marcel. So, uh, uh, well, for nearly nearly 40 points in my um, in my back line, uh, which is... That's the thing. Once you get up, once your back line starts doing well, you know it's you know it's going to be a good week. It's just, yeah, if they kind of haul in some way. Yeah. So Ailing came on for DCL, uh, and it's so annoying that DCL didn't start. And obviously now we've got it because you wildcard. You, when you wildcard, you, you know you're at least looking for nailed players and players to start. And I guess it was a little bit of a risk with DCL, but we sort of know that you can sort of play through those injuries anyway, don't we? So yeah, still a bit disappointing. Um, Ailing one point, uh, Ben Rama. I mean, another blank for Ben Rama hasn't really done anything since I bought him for Barnes, uh, which is a little bit annoying. Um, Salah captaincy again, just touching on Marne. Oh my god, I can only imagine the amount of points. Um, Salah will would have returned if Salah had 10 shots. I mean, we'd probably be talking a hat trick of four or five goals. Wasn't there a point in the game where the Sky Sports did like a, a stat on Mane and Leeds and he had like had more he shots had so Leeds, many more he? shots than Leeds? <laughs> Jesus, honestly. But yeah, I just, honestly, I don't know. And I think, I think it's, you've got to sort of factor in the Mane when you want to captain Salah now, don't you? Because if he doesn't score, he will definitely hog the ball until he scores. Um, yeah. But yeah, Yotta came in. Uh, similar to you on the wild card, a player that I thought sort of had to come in, you know, considering the Firmino uh, injury. I still think he's a good asset for the next two to three weeks, you know. Um, just think it wasn't his day, and obviously it was, it was um, another another situation with Marnie where he sort of just hogged the ball until he scored. So that was annoying. Uh, Triore, well, three pointer. I mean, I can't really complain about that because the Wolves double up. It, it brought me in. A total of 16 points, so Marcel with a 13 and Triore with the three. So, yeah, okay, I'm a little bit annoyed that Triore didn't get points, but it's only been one week since I've owned them, so I'm going to give him sort of a little bit more time. I have to, um, because of Antonio, who, who also had a ban, um, you know, he's got a ban now, he, he got a red card, um, so that's he's he's an issue. Minus one, uh, Ronaldo 13 points, good week for Ronaldo, um. Heavily captained as well, obviously. Uh, I really thought Salah would, would outbeat the, uh, the the premium strikers this week. And again, should have if it wasn't for Marnie. So I'm blaming that decision entirely on Marnie. Um, so, so yeah, that was me. Uh, a total of 74 points. So it was, a, it was a really strong week. And I actually rose from 800k to 400k, which is a 400k rank rise. What was the final points again? Uh, so 74. 74. And a rank rise of 400,000 places, which is just nuts, isn't it? <laughs> it is mad. I mean, that's the thing. Do it again next week and you might see, you know, depending on how other people do, it might see yeah. another big rank rise. I mean, I well, guess that Marcel, what the Wolves defender kind of really helped out. Oh, for sure. I think to, me, me and you discussed last week, didn't we, that we were saying that Okay, weeks do get you um, the rank rise, but if you have a good week, it feels like you're going to rock it, and that's sort of what me and you have done this week. Um, obviously, still not happy with happy with 400k. You know, considering where people, um, people in the community are at this point, um, but you've just got to take that and move on, haven't you? And and obviously, we'll just see. Um, I think we should probably look ahead to the next game week now and sort of review where we where we want to be anyway. Um, there's a lot of problems and there's a few of them that we're going to discuss in the sort of hot topics area, hopefully, if we've got time. And So, I mean, what, what are your plans for this week uh, in terms of captaincy and, and lineup and stuff? Well, to be honest, I'm thinking of just playing it safe with the captain again. So, Salah, I don't know, he's at home against Palace. Uh, I just think it's probably a safe... Out of all my options I currently have, it's probably the safest. I mean, I'm bringing Rafinha in again, of course. I mean, originally was benched because, one, of course, the team he was playing, and two, there was rumour, of course, you know, 
with the Brazilian players getting uh, banned. Yeah. But I think for yeah, Salah is the likely captain. Of course, the main problems I have is um is Antonio and and Calvert Lewin. Yeah. Um, the way I'm going to deal with that person, I think you know I'm just going to bench Antonio. Yeah. Um, looking at Calvert Lewin, it looks like you know what is it two to three weeks. Um, yeah, and, two to three weeks apparently. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, you've also got the potential of oh, you know, is there any kind of during that recovery time if he has another setback? Um, so for me, I'm probably going to transfer out Dominic. Well, I, I'm not probably. I'm going to transfer him out because otherwise, I'm my other defenders on the bench aren't. Well, I've got I've got Scarlet mid attacker who <laughs> I don't think will play. He's more of a enabler, as they say. And I've got a Watford, um, a Norwich defender, so I'm likely to bring in, bring in a player. I mean, if unless I go for someone like Do- um, Bamford, you know, yeah, or I downgrade. Would that be a DCL to Bamford? Was it? Would it? Well, I mean, just looking at the fixture, I know Newcastle have, you know, they've they've um, conceded a lot of shots. You know, we know that now, and they've conceded a few goals now, and I think. You know, Rafinha and Bamford. I mean, they haven't hit the ground running, but yeah, they've both had a you know a fair amount. Of shots. I think they've both had ten plus shots so far this season. I mean, you know, I'm hoping if I do transfer um, Bamford in, it's gonna you know it's gonna be an option that's gonna help me out um, for these three weeks. And of course, Leeds have got some good fixtures. Um, I mean, all the way up to game week eleven, really. You know, Newcastle. All right, West Ham maybe not so much, but yeah, Watford, Southampton, Wolves, and Norwich. I mean, you probably, you. I'd say that you know that's quite that's quite a good fixture run where you would you would expect Leeds to, and you've seen the way they play. They don't adapt the style really at all. They just continue to <laughs> yeah. continue to attack, and it, it's good for the strikers. Maybe not so much for the defenders, but mm. yeah. So that's the likely move I'm gonna make. Um, whether I will make another move, I mean, you could argue, you know, the Brighton goalkeeper will he keep a clean sheet against Leicester. Um, but Vardy is also a player that's, you know, I've looked at Leicester's fixtures and they've also got a great run of fixtures. And I'm thinking, well, is that another option? But of course, if I'm going to do that, firstly, I haven't got the budget, so I'd have to take a minus four. So for this week, I think I'm just going to have to go either to Bamford or or to an alternative striker. Um, but yeah, what about you, Lewis? Are you, are you stuck with the same kind of dilemma as me, I assume? Yeah, so I mean, originally it was it was um, a scenario where I've got no Leeds players. Um, so midweek, I, I had a nice plan moved actually before last game week, uh, which was um, okay. I'm going to do a nice easy Ben Marmer to Rafina, just to, to sort of cover that Leeds, you know, that great Leeds um, run. And they actually start on the Friday night against Newcastle, so quite an early start to this game week, which is the Friday night, which is great. I think it's a perfect fixture. Um, for Leeds to find form because Newcastle are looking great at all at the moment. I mean, they're scoring Newcastle, you know, they look okay going forward, but the back, you know, it doesn't look great for Newcastle, um, but it does look good for Rafinha and Bamford. Um, the problem then is, is obviously the fact that Antonio got the uh, the, the red card, which put him at, him at a ban, which still meant, okay, I could do the Ben Marmer to Rafinha move. Um, but then sort of DCL didn't play. And that's, I think that the DCL being injured for two to three weeks is is what has sort of messed up my plans a little bit now because obviously, you know, you've because my bench, Antonio, I think for me, Antonio's a hold. Um I'm not happy with the double up of West Ham long term, but Antonio actually plays uh, when he comes back obviously after the, the United game, he plays um, he plays against Leeds and Brentford, which I think are really good games for him. Um and maybe Ben Rama too. Maybe the double up is a good idea. I'm not too sure, but I wasn't. I wasn't convinced of it at the time. But now I'm sort of looking at it in a different light, where I have to. I have to try and be positive about the situation. Um, so there'd be no point in me doing Ben Rama to Rafina now because I'd still have DCL to deal with. Um, I think for me, the 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 the, the likely transfer for this week um, will be. Um, Will be Calvert Lewin to Bamford, um, and it's likely it's likely that that would be a, it would be a four four two formation. So, as it stands, Shaw, Trent, Marcel, Ailing at the back. Not massively happy with Ailing there, considering 
we've just discussed that Newcastle could score and that Leeds aren't great defensively. Um, try midfield Traore, Salah, Yotta, Ben Rama. Not happy with Ben Rama there at all against United. And then up top would be Ronaldo and then potentially DC, uh, potentially Bamford. Um, on the bench would be uh, Williams for what uh, for Norwich. Sorry, um, and I mean I don't. I, I'm looking at that William. I'm looking at the the um, the game for Norwich, thinking, you know, do do I play Brandon Williams? You know, it's because Watford haven't been fantastic. Do I play Brandon Williams instead of Ailing or Ben Rama? It's a tough one this week because, you know, I'm sort of settling for these bench players and, and settling for Ailing at the back. And I just, I'm just not comfortable with Ailing. Um, I mean, if, if Norwich are going to beat someone, you know, they're probably fancy the chances against another promoted team. So, you know, if you're going to bring him in, I mean, what if, if you look at all the fixtures then and look at Williams, you think, well, what fixtures would I bring him in on? I mean, yeah. But yeah, it's a difficult one for sure. So I think I think my main transfer plan will likely be Calvert-Lewin to Bamford. Um, I think if you've not got a lead attacker, I think, you know, and you've got a transfer, I think you should maybe be focusing on that a little bit, um, a lead attacker, um, especially for that Newcastle game. Captaincy, a little bit straightforward this week, I think, again. Um, Salah's not really let me down this season. Actually, um, and obviously, hope, hopefully, Mane doesn't do too much, or hopefully, doesn't even play. But that's, I mean, he's as long as he gets, him. like you said, if he gets his goal, like first ten minutes, then you, then he can maybe he's not going to be so greedy, and he's like, do you know, what? I let Salah score, like that, I've got my goal now. Oh yeah, but... there's 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 obviously huge competition between them. But I think Mane just needs to accept that Salah is levels above him. Um, and and just and just let him have the goals, um, but yeah, I think in 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 terms of captaincy, it's quite straightforward with Salah, Ronaldo at West Ham, maybe. Um, I know West Ham haven't looked great at the back, but they also haven't looked, you know, really awful. Yes, they'll probably concede, but will they concede two free goals? I'm not too sure to be honest. Will Crystal Palace? Maybe, probably. So, yeah, it's all about who I think is going to concede the most goals. And obviously, we know that Liverpool beat Crystal Palace last season. Was it 8-0? Was it 7-8-0? 7-0, I think yeah. it was. Obviously, yeah, obviously, we're not going to see that. I don't expect the same again. But I think I think that's a fixture I look at. I think, OK, I'm going to, regardless of what Vieira has done, he's done an all right job. But I, I just think, you know, that's a fixture. At Anfield as well, isn't it? So Yeah, I just think with the... Because... Liverpool aren't always convincing um, away from home. Um, I just think when they're at home, they they seem more ruthless. But uh, but yeah, I, I'd have to check that. But yeah, I just I just feel like the chances of Salah scoring more points at home is a lot more likely than away. But but yeah, um, I think moving on to our next part, uh, which will be sort of hot topics. Lots of lots of things to discuss here. To be honest, um, Antonio. I mean, there's probably a lot of people in the community now that are, are looking at Antonio, his fixtures, his place in their teams, and I'm just thinking, you know, what do I do now? Um, so, I mean, what 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 would you do with Antonio, Max? Well, I as I own him myself. I mean, I'm keeping him for the moment. I'm benching him. Um, you know, because of course he's suspended at the moment. But I think, like you said, it's you know he's he comes back and he plays Leeds, who we know notoriously concede a lot of shots. So yeah. then I think you've got he's got a chance. Then you've got Brentford. I think he could do well there. Then you've got Everton. Um, again, I I wouldn't say that fixture doesn't really scare me as much. Like, yeah. But then of course we and then even when you look after that, we've got you've got Tottenham who. I think have looked actually. They were. I thought they were quite lucky to keep um, to keep some of the clean sheets earlier on because Wolves, yeah. you know, were all over them. Um, so I mean, so then you've got Villa. So you're looking at. I mean, I don't want to go for every single fixture, but you're looking at some of the fixtures and you think, well, actually, you know, I think he could, he could do okay. Of course, we've had in the past. Um, 
he's you know he's, he's these injuries that he's been having. But I mean, it's either that if you look at the fixture, you either look at the fixture and think you know what I think he could do well in them, or you look at an alternative player that perhaps is more you know more appealing. I mean, you could look at game week, you know, like like the original wild card I was planning, um, game week sort of seven for Chelsea, and think do you know what I'm going to get rid of Antonio. Um, perhaps downgrade one of my more expensive midfielders and then bring in Lukaku. Um, that's that's one option. Um, or even you know if you could like we've said we're gonna we're taking out DCL, but you could perhaps take out um, Antonio for Bamford. But there's there's a few players that are kind of you know options if you like. Um, Vardy Vardy is another player I keep mentioning, but I just feel like he's he could go on a really good run. Um, God, you really like Vardy at the moment, don't you? It's just because he's he's cheaper, isn't he, than Lukaku, and he's cheaper than Ronaldo. And the thing is, if he does well, you know, he, I think it's all good. To be honest, you know, <laughs> you have got a point, and we, I think we discussed this last week, didn't we? That that the last fixtures are pretty good, actually. Brighton, Burnley, Palace, okay, United, but then they've got Brentford, Arsenal, Leeds. So, so yeah, you are right in in terms of Vardy. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's what my why this kind of that's you know. And that, that's why he's he's appealing to me. Another player, I mean, I could, you know, Ronaldo is a key one that, that I'm potentially thinking of as well. So you mm. could, you know, you completely downgrade Antonio and to get like a kind of enabler, like a 4.5 or 5, and then upgrade, um, upgrade, you know, it depends how you how you play the transfers. But either way, I mean, I've mentioned a few players that I think that could be could be good. It just depends how your structure of your team at the moment, and if you're willing to kind of up, if you want to upgrade, then of course you're going to have to probably take out a premium elsewhere. So it depends really what you want to do. But there is a few options other than and Antonio if you did want to get rid of him. Yeah, exactly. My point, my 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 point of view um, personally with Antonio is that again. You know his his fixtures are that good, and you've got to look at how you know. Yes, okay, he he didn't have a great game against Southampton, but he still scored forty points in his first few game weeks, which is like ridiculous, isn't it? And he's that type of player that can score two, three goals a match, um, and and haul at any given any given game. So, I'd be looking at. Um, I wouldn't necessarily be concerned about West Ham's long term fixtures. I'd, I'd be quite happy with the short term. Like you said, you know, Leeds, Brentford, Evans, Tottenham, I'd be quite happy with that. But I think personally what I am, I'm going to do is I'm probably going to let him play Leeds and Brentford and before Everton maybe swap him out. Not too sure yet because obviously, again, like you discussed, Game Week 7 is that popular time, isn't it, for wild cars and Chelsea players and stuff. So we just need to watch our transfers. Yeah, but Antonio hold for me. Um Moving on to Dominic Calvert-Lewin replacements, which we've already touched on slightly, um, but I think we just need to throw in a few more options other than Bamford. What What do you think, Max? Jamie Vardy. <laughs> no, nah, I already mentioned him. So you know, but like, like um, it depends how how your setup wants to be. Also, like I said, it depends on the structure of your team. If you want to have. Um, you know, proper premium strikers. I mean, this week, if you had Ronaldo and Lukaku, you know, you'd have done great. I mean, we, we, I think we spoke about, or you might have touched upon it, you know, having a kind of a real premium and then draft with a lot of premium players and then kind of really kind of more budget players elsewhere. And that can sometimes really, you know, do well for you. Um, yeah. So, of course, while the prices are high for the likes of Lukaku and um, Ronaldo, you know we've already seen what they can do, and they, both of them have been, you know, they haven't, they didn't start the Premier League, and they've already, they're already on the goals already, you know. So for for me, they're they're two players not not touching upon Bamford again, but they're two players that I think that are definitely on my radar. I mean, to be honest, I should really have one of them at the moment. I've just got Bruno Fernandez, and I feel like I just there's something in. For, as something that's wanting me to keep him at the moment, but you know that might change um, again very soon. Um, but again, it depends. Of course, there's another there's another striker um, that I haven't mentioned is Torres. You know, for for Man City. I mean, there's there is of course the Pep Roulette and all that jazz, and the fact that sometimes he might not play. But you know, they haven't they haven't really. It looks like for for me that he is if he is if they are playing a kind of striker, if you like, that he is that player. Um, then sometimes I know he keeps changing about, but 
you know that's an he's of course a midfielder but you know it depends how you want how you want to play it um but yeah for me i would still i would still look at bamford that's the thing he, he as much as we didn't want to touch him upon him again the fixtures are good and he he is good mm. kind of hasn't done it so far so he's not got as high ownership as he had last season so that's a player for me that's uh kind of jumping out so i mean just a couple of replacements for me is obviously bamford you know we want to look at that leads um that leads run newcastle west ham watford southampton Wolves, and norwich it's a great run of fixtures so bamford would would make, probably be my most popular pick um, Jimenez also for Wolves. I think they have a few nice fixtures. They play Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle, Villa, and Leeds. So Raul Jimenez, I, w- I wouldn't massively um, be put off Jimenez because obviously he's he's still growing back his fitness. Um, but I would I will say that Wolves looking more and more positive um, as as a Triori owner, Marcel owner. Obviously, I watched I watched the highlights quite intently, like and thought. Do you know what? Okay, they're not scoring amazing goals, but they they're looking good, um, and and now they're winning, which is what important, which is what's important. Um, so yeah, for me, uh, Jimenez and another one, and maybe that I would be looking at is Timo Pukki. Um, again, it's not been fantastic as he uh, he's not been, fan- they've not been fantastic, have they? Um, Norwich, you know, we've we talked about that. We talked about the fixtures; they've been horrific for Newcastle. Uh, sorry, Norwich. We can't slate them too much because they've played some big teams. Um, so Norwich actually played Watford, Evan, Burnley, Brighton, Knack. So I just think if you're looking for a really, really cheap option, I think Pukie could be could be that player. But yeah, I, my main sort of my main um, target would be Bamford. Um, move it. Talking about Leeds and talking about Bamford. How do you feel about a Leeds double attack? Because Leeds haven't looked great so far, but the fixtures do. And I think this is something that's going to be like massively talked about for wild carders, um, for people rolling transfers heading towards game week seven. Well I'm I'm personally gonna do it. I've I've got, I'm gonna have um, you know, both Leeds options in terms of Rafinha and um and Bamford. I mean both of them have I think they both had ten plus shots so far. I mean, they could be a bit more clinical, um, but I think the fixtures are there. I mean, the, the way they play, they don't adapt the style of play. I mean, the only problem I see is you know I mentioned that they had ten plus shots each. Not many of them have been on target. So, I mean, so far this season, what what they both scored, both scored a goal, and I think uh, Bamford's got an assist. So, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not jumping out. It's not the likes of Antonio, who got, you know, four goals, four assists so far Mm. this season. But, again, you know, I think the fixtures, I mean, as much as... The thing is, you know, look compared to last season and look how both of them played, you know, just... We've had four games so far this season. You know, they're not going to change... They're not going to suddenly, you know, completely lose their ability to to put the ball in the back of the net. And I just think... As much as it's easy to overthink, oh, do you know what they haven't done? It's so far. I mean, they've only got this goal, that goal. But I think the way Leeds play, we've seen that they don't adapt the style. They continue to attack and to press. And looking at the fixtures, I think that will teams like Newcastle that'll be a struggle. Um, I mean, some of the better teams can obviously deal with that because not only do they have the fitness, but they have the quality to to punish them. Um, but yeah. I think, yeah, against some of the lower teams like you know like Watford and Newcastle, I think they could cause some damage um so that yeah for me i'm i'm not gonna you know i'm i'm gonna get a gamble on it if it is even a gamble if you could call it that but yeah i think people should you've got the thing is you've got to be open a little bit to um to some risk i mean you can try and play it completely safe but you can see the people if you look at the people with rank rise that are right at the top right now you know they've took a few gambles in there they've took a two a few risks some of the players that probably Mm -hmm. Not everyone's kind of jumped on, if you like. So yeah, there's, there's, of course, there's always risk with decisions. But I think them two are, I, I think they're more, more than worth the risk if there is any. Yeah. So for me, again, obviously for me, um, Leeds haven't looked great, have they so far? And I think it's something that you've got to sort of take in, into account. But luckily, we have that time to see. Um, I wouldn't want to go without a uh, Leeds asset heading into the uh, Friday night Newcastle game. So I, I for me, 
if 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 I've not got a Leeds player in my team, I'll be clambering to get one in. Um, okay, again, you could go back and, t- and and say, look, you've just mentioned that they haven't looked great. I just think against these type of teams, you know, the, the Newcastles and, and you know those sort of lower teams, I just feel like that's where they can find their form. And if they do find form, I mean, I don't think anyone would be surprised if Leeds went to Newcastle on Friday and battered him 4-5-0. I mean, would you would you be surprised if that happened? Nah, uh, not not really at all. I mean, no. uh, looking at Bamford also last um, last season, um, just looking at some of the stats again, and I think, is it 17 goals last season, I believe it was, or something along, um, and I think he, 13 of those were against kind of low to medium opposition um, so you could argue, and eight of the assists were for the for low to medium opposition in the last season. So again, that's some stats where you could say, do you know what? I think he could do well against the lower opposition as well. Yeah. So I think, to be honest, I think the, the leads the leads double up is 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 probably a wait and see for me leading up to game week seven. Um, but definitely one of them. Um, and I'm looking quite quite looking forward to that uh, that early. Um, that early Newcastle Leeds game in in the week um, to start the game week kind on of Friday is also nice as well, isn't it? Especially after bloody Monday when Dominic Carvalho, you know, you look forward to the game all day and the main man's not playing. It's just like, oh, do I even want to watch it now? This is when I, you know, transfer in Bamford and then it comes to first Friday afternoon and it, Bamford's down with like COVID or something, he can't fucking play. <laughs> That'd be yeah. my luck to be honest, but hopefully, fingers crossed. There no. has been a few whispers that Bam in the community that Bamford isn't right or is not or he's injured or he's got a slight knock, but I need to sort of monitor that this week. So we haven't got a lot of time on that, but uh, but yeah, I'm gonna keep my eyes out for that one. The next topic, hot topic, is Lukaku and Ronaldo, obviously two absolute beasts of of, of FPL and, and uh, you know, I said that after one game, but I mean it's you know, they're going to be this season for me, they're gonna be two players that you sort of either have to pick one of or stick with one um so what what are your thoughts on Ronaldo Lukaku I mean are are you own one stick or you rotate what what what's your thinking on that one well currently I have neither um which is that of course did cause a slight problem uh this game which is gone because (laughs) of course that affects my rank having these but I think it's a, one of those things where I, uh, it's similar where I didn't have Fernandez for last season. It's one of those where I I have to have one of them because they're going to be so prolific. I feel and um, after you know against uh, it's the kind of fixture proof. I'd say you know across the, across the whole you know fixtures across the season. And I think it's just a case of who you take out um, because what it means is you know you're probably most people going to opt for Salah. And you know, take not have Bruno Fernandez. Um, and it's if you if you do have both of them, you're obviously going to have to sacrifice someone. And it's either for me at the moment, I don't think I'll have both of them because I'm kind of liking having some you know mid priced uh, mid uh, defenders. I like having Creswell. I like having Shaw. Um, and of course, my midfield as well. Um, so if I'm gonna have if I'm gonna have one of them, then it's gonna be I'm gonna have to take out Fernandez. Um, yeah. But if I have both of them, then you know I'm probably gonna have to. I would of course keep Salah. So if I take out both, if I have both of them, then I'm gonna have to remove Yotta and downgrade, or remove one of my defenders and downgrade again. I mean, it's you know it kind of sh- having both of them does um it does affect the balance of the team and your squad. Yeah. And it does mean you can't, you know, as of course, because they're the most, you know, most expensive players in the game. Um, whether you, I mean, I think I'll have definitely have Lukaku by game week seven. Ronaldo, I still don't think it makes a difference who he plays. I mean, but, you know, even even Ronaldo's got decent fixtures up to kind of game week seven anyway. I mean, I know he's got Liverpool, Tottenham, City, uh, game week nine. So you could argue that's a test to see how he does against a lot of big guns. But again, I would say Luka, for me, looking at Chelsea as well, I think as a team, who's safer? I mean, Chelsea just defensively, they seem good. And then suddenly out of nowhere, Lukaku, he's getting goals. And I'd I say it's difficult to say who's safer. You know, if you could pick one, who would it be, yeah. Lukaku or, or Ronaldo? But for me, I'd probably pick Lukaku just because of the fact that 
I think last season Chelsea, some of the some of the Chelsea, uh, you know, the way they're playing was they just needed that kind of icing on the yeah. cake with the striker, yeah. and he he is that person. Um, on the other hand, just you could we also discussed. I know you know we mentioned Mason Mount last season, and you know how much he could have got a lot more if he had a better striker. So you could argue actually, do you know what? Maybe you could do. Could you do without Lukaku? Have Ronaldo, and then kind of cover that Chelsea attack with having Mason Mount, maybe. Mm. But either way, it's a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, I think for me, obviously, we discussed me having a premium draft last week, and if I went with that, I would have had a pretty bloody good week. By the way, I think we're talking ninety points um with gray as well but obviously i ditched that i liked yotta um and 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 sort of decided that i was going to rotate ronaldo and lukaku which i'm still going to do you know i'm 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 very settled on that i think i'll probably be targeting the fixtures um it's going to be one of those situations where i'm not going to be happy to draw ronaldo for lukaku even if the fixtures are great for lukaku but i just feel like it, it's something you sort of have to do because United in game week seven they play Everton, Leicester, Liverpool, Tottenham, and City. You know, whereas Chelsea play Southampton, Brentford, Norwich, Newcastle, and Burnley. So again, it's it, it it's quite easy in terms of you just switch. You know, I'll I'll probably just switch them over. Um, it's also nice because selling Ronaldo and and switching to Lukaku obviously creates that bit of extra cash as well, doesn't it? Um, to sort of spread to your rest spread to the rest of your team. Um but yeah, I think in terms of in terms of the Ronaldo Lukaku, I wouldn't advise doubling it because then that you probably it would probably mean losing losing Trent or Salah, which is just not an option. Um it's difficult, isn't it, this season? I feel like this season is I you're just going to have to accept that you're not going to have one of these top strikers. I mean, once Kane starts firing him in again, like there's no way you could have Kane, Ronaldo, and Lukaku. You, your team would just in elsewhere would be you know very low in, to mid priced. So you just I think this season it's just picking who who you could you know take as kind of you know scoring that many goals and who you can predict a player who if it's for example say you go for Lukaku. Um, you, you expect him to score more than perhaps Kane or, or Ronaldo. It's just that sacrifice you just got to accept mm. this season because there's so many good premium options, isn't there? Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's just let's just move on a little bit because there's um, there's obviously one last hot topic we need to discuss, and that's Ben Rama. There's a lot of um, a lot of players out there with Ben Rama who missed the train. So, like me, I missed that. Um, I've had him for two weeks. He's blanked for two weeks. He plays United next. Uh, okay, the fixtures are great after. I mean, what's your, what's your view on Ben Rama? It's a difficult one. I feel I feel for you in the same way. I had Yotta and he done nothing this week. Um, I had Barnes and you know, could Barnes be that player? I mean, I seem to have some sort of Leicester affiliation at the moment. I keep going on about him, but we know they've got the quality there. Could yeah. you then? I know Barnes has dropped in price. But do you, I mean we've saw what Ben Rama's kind of done in them first few weeks, and perhaps you know he could he could do that again. I mean this week does it impact him not having Antonio? Yeah, of course it does. But same way, I mean just because he's blank for for two weeks, I mean he has he's shown the potential already this season and what he can do in terms of points and you know returns. Um, is there another option at this point in time you could go for? Maybe you switch to Rafinha. Um, if you haven't got any Leeds assets, um, because like we said, you know they've got a great fixture run, um, but it's it's one of those. Would it would would it annoy you more, Lewis? You, you change for Rafinha and then Ben Rama scores again. I mean, <laughs> sometimes you have to look at it like that. You know, what would frustrate you more? Him then hauling and you getting rid of him and Rafinha blanking. Or yeah, I think with with Ben Rama personally for me. Um, because it, it, he would just he would just become probably an easy Rafinha swap. So I think he's I think he's point one higher than Ben Rama. I could be wrong, but um, but yeah, obviously, if we see that if if you know we do go with Bamford this week and we see that Leeds are they're scoring two free goals per game in that in that nice easy run, I think it it would probably make sense to swap Ben Rama over. Um, the the thing is with Ben Rama, obviously, we we know that West Ham are playing. Um, Europa League now as well, so maybe they get spread a little thin, and maybe Ben Rama doesn't play ninety minutes most games. And I just think Raf is a ninety-minute player. Um, it, it just weighing at the options. I'm I'm sort of hoping 
that uh, that Leeds come to this brilliant form that they did last season against the weaker teams and and just 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 so I can just sort of get rid of him. Um, but yeah, I just think it's one of those situations where, like Lingard, maybe last season and you, I think you slightly missed Lingard last season, didn't you? Yeah, I missed him. <laughs> yeah, I think you just have to accept accept the loss um, and just move on. So I've 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 probably missed out on that Ben Rama. Um, no, I mean, if I was in a situation where um, I had ever uh, issues to solve, then of course I'd, I'd keep Ben Rama because he plays he he plays Brantford and Leeds, so he's you know he's he's still got good fixtures. It's just whether or not he he um, he has it in him as well as playing Europa and and, and and plays the majority of the game, which I'm not too not too sure he does. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's just move on um, because obviously we've covered uh, quite a few hot topics there. A lot of topics that people are discussing in the in the community um, are quite popular. And um, obviously, we've got this such a quick turnaround this week. I love the quick turnarounds, don't you? Where it's like straight away from Monday, you've got a game. You've got a Friday. I do like having a game on a Friday. I think sometimes it is a bit of a long wait when it's a Saturday. But and of course, we didn't have a, a Monday game. I don't think last week. So yeah, it's nice to have less of a of a break. Yeah. Well, for some people like the break, but I know we don't. Exactly. Uh so let's just let's just move on to the pick three winner of this week. Uh he got a huge thirty eight points actually and it was at FPL underscore bones. So let me just spell that out. It's at all capital letters FPL underscore bones B O N E S. So he picked Ronaldo thirteen points, Trent twelve points and Lukaku thirteen points. Um, so obviously I had a com- combining to 38 points uh, so yeah give him an ad on, uh, give him a follow on Twitter um, it's a great win to be honest um, great all, all premiums as well actually which is a little bit strange because um, not all the premiums do well usually uh, all together anyway combined um, so it's a bit of a strange week it's a strange week where sort of everyone's captaincy seemed to return um, but yeah so give him a follow and uh, let's just move on to Max, your dodgy differential uh, for the week gone. Yep, so my dodgy differential was Chris Wood for Burnley, and I got that correct because he didn't do anything. Um, differential was Odegaard. Now, I did get that wrong, and that was, of course, frustration personally as well because hmm. I, I felt like we could have done a bit more, but we got Arsenal got the win, so take it as it is. And yeah, so one out of one for that. Um, in terms of the member of the community that week who how they did so it was dream team tonic of course uh the guy who powers powers these podcasts um and we do our podcast with uh yeah his dodgy differential was triori and he was correct unfortunately Lewis. was that tony was it <laughs> yeah it was tony, tony he, yeah he um yeah he predicted triori to blank again he did his differential was also another arsenal player um and it was Saka, and unfortunately Saka didn't get it, um, didn't do that, do amazingly well. Mm. So yeah, I mean, similar to me in terms of our correct calls, both got the dodgy differential right, but got the differential wrong. So yeah, average week for uh, for the dodgy differentials picks this week. Um, any ideas on next week's, or is that sort of still in motion? Any ideas yeah, on the guest as well? Oh yeah, there is a new a new guest this week, and I'll um in the video I'll put that up um. Later on this week, probably Thursday or Friday, um, on on the next video in terms of the picks uh, for for me and their guests from the community as well. Great stuff. Um, so yeah, just to, just to top off a good week in in general for for both of us. To be honest, I think obviously we've both had great weeks, uh, big rank gains. Um, yeah, we've just had an overall good week, haven't we? It's nice to sort of go into a pod with after having a good week um so 440k i think i'm at at the moment um which is 40 points off top 10k which isn't that bad actually and where did you how many points how many points is it off top 10k i think where i am it's 40 points off top 40 okay yeah so yeah for me as i said is um just above 710k so yeah, I mean, it's still early on. Um, it's just about consistency at the moment, I feel, because I said to you, you know, I don't want to get... Last season, it was too many below 50-point marks where I just... And 
if you have them sporadically across the season, it's okay to do well, really well one week. But if you have a few of them, it just really affects your rank. And that's yeah. what happened to me last season. And um, and then I ended up taking too many risks to kind of offset that. So, so far, they're kind of consistently above where I want to hit. So it's just kind of maintaining that, to be honest, and making sure that, you know, some of the picks I make are, you have a combination of safe and maybe the odd risk here and there. Yeah, exactly. Um, clear on what you're doing this week. You're happy with, with what you're doing uh, or could things change? I don't think there'd be too much changes, to be honest, Lewis. Captain will probably be Salah. And unless I hear something like you said about Bamford, um, it looks like the only, for me the most viable option is Bamford uh, in for DCL. What about you? Any yeah, you had similar think, or? Yeah, I think it's pretty straightforward. It will most likely be DCL. Um, to to Bamford again, um, so yeah, let's let's just leave the pod there. It was great catching up, Max. I'm gonna go get um, a hot water bottle and drink a cup of tea or a hot chocolate. Feeling a bit under the weather, aren't you? I don't know if listen. I don't know if listeners can notice my voice. Can you notice it in my voice? I can. Just when you start speaking now, I don't know whether you just put that on just to feel like effect, like oh, I'm all... <laughs> but I yeah. can notice it a little bit. To be honest, you, you the change of seasons affecting you, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Um, Did you well, get tucked hope... up and watch the Champions League game then? <laughs> yeah, I think I will, obviously. Um, UCL uh, fantasy's gone down the pan tonight for me. Just noticed that United have gone 2-1 down to Young Boys. Great start uh, for me. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk talk about that um, off pod. But, um, but yeah, so I'll see you again next week, Max. It was great catching it. Yeah, catch you next time, Lewis. Cheers, uh, guys. Thanks. Thanks for thanks everyone for listening again and we'll be back next week. See you later. See ya.